geekversus.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey. And How are you guys doing? I'm so tired. <laughs> You're tired. I feel like we've been talking for an hour. Oh, You're I tired. I don't know why. I got up at 7.30 to be with you guys. Hey, coming from where? Your vacation spot? You Die. can't prove that. I don't care. <laughs> they don't oh, know where that man. is. They and you didn't have to get up at 12 or 7 or whatever. You could have gotten up whenever. But you know what? I have dedication. You had dedication to be here by five. How many hours away was your vacation? Eight. Lies. Four. <laughs> was it four? Yeah, it's about four. So you could have left it one. And I been could great. have, but you know, I had to get Penny. She was at the Penny's house. Had to get house. ready. Had to, you know, I didn't want to show up and be like, oh man, just drove for four hours. I'm ready to go take a nap. And then you guys come in, let's do a show. And you know, me just phone it in. That wouldn't be right. But, but I don't know. I did that last week. I don't know. It'd be fine. Uh, it's not like you haven't phoned it in before. <laughs> how's, how's Mikey Same here? <laughs> Mikey's good. Mikey's good. We, uh, we watched the fight, the yeah. fight of the year, I guess is some century, people. bro. No, it's not that that's Pacquiao and Mayweather. No, yeah. you're, you're wrong. I will fact check you on and, and prove you wrong. Right. This now. was called the, what the money fight. Is what they call it. They won the money belt. It was the money fight, and people were calling it the fight of the century. And we watched Cookie Monster box beforehand, right? His protege? No. Yeah. It was pretty bad. What was his name? Devante, um, Devante Harris, I think. Isn't that right? Just let him die. Just let him keep going. (sighs) I cannot remember his name right now. But no, yeah, the guy who fought, uh, before the main event. Yeah, there was a couple people. Like, like, no, the undercard, the main undercard. Uh, who phoned it in for 12 or well for eight rounds until he knocked the guy out finally. All I know is Clev. He came on with a Clev headband. Clev came in. Clev came in there. <laughs> I do remember Clev. Clev came in height with a headband on and then he just sat there and took punches. Yeah, he did. It's just too bad that Mayweather finished his career 49 and one. What? I feel bad. That's, that's not what happened. John. What? Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, see, some people actually saw it as a win-win for both people. Well, yeah, he got paid. Yeah. Well, not only that is, is Connor, Connor lasted into the 10th round. Mm-hmm. And if you knew about this fight, about fighting in general, about Connor, about Floyd, anywhere past like the fourth or fifth round, Connor was not supposed to win. If he was going to win, it was going to be early because there's a stamina issue that occurs. UFC guys are devastating in those first few rounds. They do, right? They, they pummel you. They got all these different weapons. Yeah. Uh, but when you start stretching it out, well, his thing though was he was just always throwing. Like he almost never stopped trying to throw just yeah. like little jabs or whatever. And I was, you could just <laughs> see like he really wasn't doing anything, but you're like, yeah, you're going to wear out. And his sure jab enough. game was strong. Uh, and Floyd took the early onslaught. And yeah. That, and, and, uh, post fight, he said that was their exact plan. They knew Connor's going to come out and give it what he's got. If you can weather that storm. You have a great chance to turn the match around because because Connor was probably won the first what three or four rounds he won yeah like because Mayweather really didn't like Mayweather literally spent his first three rounds playing defense and figuring him out and that was but, it like he didn't throw but like what like I think twenty punches in all three of those rounds so it, so it ends up going <laughs> he loses by technical knockout but I say it's a win win because one Floyd's supposed to win yeah. two Connor showed people probably more than they thought they'd see the fight was worth the money. 
Yeah. Uh, especially if you were like me and you were able to kind of throw in. I think it, it with, showed uh, three or four people to, to rent the fight. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it showed one. It was a smart move for Mayweather because like, I don't think like it was clear to me he had aged. Like this was the first time when did I watched, did? when I watched him, I was like, God, like if this was him, I don't think he's because he's eight, bro. He hadn't fought in two years. Dude, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you could see he, he was looking 40. He was looking like a guy who hadn't fought in two years. And, you know, even though he looked good, he still looked fine. He say, didn't, bro. He, did you see those last few rounds? He didn't look like, he didn't look <laughs> like, uh, he was working Connor. Well, yeah, because the guy was gassed. I mean, You're, yeah, but he, Floyd's punches, you see exactly why he's considered thing. the greatest. I think like if he was fighting a guy who was in his prime right now, <clears throat> this wouldn't have gone past like four rounds. Like, because you're talking about Floyd doesn't have a strong punch anymore. And if he had been, like, uh, you saw a guy who would be fair to say he never really did. And that's why he, no, he used a, to, he has a history of going long rounds in the ring. No, I mean, he Mayweather, doesn't, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't drop people in three. Uh, he no, has. he, yeah, but like, that's not long in boxing. Most boxing, like if you were a good knockout person, his weight class, yeah, about six to seven rounds, you'd usually knock him out. Kind of like Devante, uh, what's his face did to that guy, you know, even though he had a bad night, I thought, the, he, um, that's usually when if we're going back to that guy. He, that was a bad, that was a dirty blow. I don't oh, care what oh, you say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the crowd, I've never seen a crowd boo a winner as bad as they booed this guy. Um, so, but it, it did get the emotions up for the fight and I mean, it delivered. I'm, I was glad I finally that got a chance a to thing. watch it. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Uh, I, I do since, since the fight, I've heard some sketch things like you can look, take this how you want to that Floyd was trying to go bet. Uh, oh, yeah. On he himself, wanted to bet on himself. Yeah. But he was <laughs> betting on the ninth round. Yeah. And technically the fight went nine and something quarter. So as long as you got it under 10. Yeah. And he was, man, he was close to getting him in the ninth round too. Cause you could yeah. tell in the ninth, he was, he was, that was when I was like, this ain't going more than another round. You could just tell it was ready to go, but he didn't get knocked. And Connor, Connor, the reason I love Connor, right? I, I loved, I love the fight. And the reason you got to like a guy like Connor is because at the end he goes, the ref stopped me. Uh, basically he goes, I want to, I want to hit the mat. Yeah. I don't want to lose my technicality. Knock me on the mat. I'll take it like a man. And it's like a warrior's death. Kill me by the sword if I fight with a sword. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. I think, well, I think most boxers or well, fighters in general. Of course are, you yeah. do. Well, I think like Forgot all how much fighters, you followed fighting. All fight. Yeah. I love boxing. I mean, MMA, I like. Dude, I'm not, I'm definitely not like Mikey or, or Jeff were, bro, but I used to never, love boxing. You never, I don't even think you know who Mike Tyson is. <laughs> he had a punch out. <laughs> um, but no, like, <laughs> Fighting is like I kind of view as it's the ref's job to be the person to be like, look, you're an idiot right now. You need to you need to stop, you know, because you don't realize how much in danger you could be in if this continues. <clears throat> so on the, I thought on the like flip when side, he when he stopped, I was like, yes, he needs to stop this. On fight. the flip side, though, there are examples of Connor being almost at that point. Yeah, in the MMA ring. Yeah, and he flips a switch well, on, and who, he who he was a who was I was watching earlier? Like they were saying, you know, the difference between takedowns and knockouts in MMA versus boxing is like with MMA, it's usually pretty sudden, you know, like you, like Connor, if he, if he catches you, you go down, he gets on top of you. He hits you two or three more times and Earl's going to jump in there and be like, okay, John, no, shut this do down. You, do you know what a hammer punch is? Yeah. All right. Instead of a regular straight punch, you turn your fist upside down like this, turn it sideways. I mean, and it's like your, your fist becomes a hammer. That's an MMA move. Yeah. <laughs> a couple was times. He was trying that? to do it all. A couple times he yeah. did it. He's like, Oh, I got to stop. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. natural. <laughs> the rest like, Oh, <laughs> but he never, he never brought his legs out. He, if he did, and, and Floyd did this thing where like he turned sideways. Yeah. You don't do smart. that in boxing. Right? Yeah, you do. 
No, bro. Floyd, if, when he was doing it there, I think it was because he was going to the head and he was like, okay, I'm going to cover up. He was doing it on purpose. Everybody but you has yeah. said what you said. Well, they've agreed with me, but you're, you're saying this thing. I'm saying he was trying to tie himself up. By yeah. turning around? Yeah, he wanted to make And booty bumping Connor? Yeah, it was strategy for sure. I've never seen that in my life. I don't know. But uh, anyways, <laughs> the Who's difference the guy? There's between... A, there's a guy, there's a, there's a boxing commentator, I think he's now on Fox Sports, mm-hmm. who said that... Um, the ref pulled him, pulled them apart in the third round when, May, round when Mayweather was in trouble. Oh, ninth round. Yeah, he hit a, no, he hit like, not, a low, no, like the third round. It was early on. That was Skip? No, no, no. Skip Bayless, yeah. Yeah, he's not boxing. But early on, there was a point <laughs> what? where. Skip is just Skip. I, he Skip. talks about boxing all the time. Yeah. He talks about. Skip's a. a he's a football guy. guy. A, yeah, he talks about college football. He talks about pro If it's football. Skip Bayless you're talking about. Yeah. Is it Skip? So. And Skip is like. Very heavily biased in this fight. And like Skip is a guy when he has a bias and he gets it in, he will defend it to tooth and nail to the end of time. Hmm. I mean, it's true. Huh. Okay, okay, really, <laughs> really, huh? Okay, Nintendo fanboys. <laughs> um, but no, uh, getting back to my original point, like boxing, when you get to those later rounds, the knockouts don't always come quick, especially when you got someone like Mayweather who's. He's not very strong punching anymore. He would knock all three and of us out. It, yeah, he probably would. But it's like they say you can do a you lot. You can do a lot more damage to the brain to those kind of guys because imagine like okay, when Connor knocks you out, he knocks you to the ground. He gets two or three shots in. Earl jumps in, and says it's boxing. It's constant hit. Boxing constant hit. Constant hit. Boxing. Constant yeah. Hit. Think about that. Like for two rounds, Connor was just kind of trying to be up there, and he's still getting hit in the head probably like 30, 40 more times. That's not good, no matter who you are. So He's you're, all right. you're talking about putting someone's life in danger. And to be fair, you go back in the history of boxing, there are very many cases of that happening, including possibly one of the greatest champions of all time uh, in Muhammad Ali, as far as how his career ended and where he ended up because he wanted to fight one more. Uh, so how did this get on brain damage? Yeah. What did you do? You talked about like the stoppage <laughs> and him going down. Anyway, it was a yeah, it was How a fun fight. How did we get to brain damage on the fight? I just know we talk about video games a lot. We yeah, do, but the fight of the not no, no, no it's don't the fight that. of Saturday. The fight there you go. Saturday. The fight of the Saturday happened, <laughs> and everybody watched that. Maybe the year we also had the Little League World Series. Yeah. Ja- Japan won. Japan, uh, and we also had a Game of Thrones finale. Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. I didn't like the Arya. Oh, my and God. That, but Mike's going to hate you. Well, yeah, he hates anything where it's, it's like criticism. I like the show. I thought the season was okay. You didn't, you didn't watch the show and completely enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the end of it. I enjoyed a good fair amount of the stuff as far as uh, Danny and John and all that. Um, the the Tyrion and, and Cersei part was good, too. There was I'll a lot the, the Sansa and all that. I, I didn't like that storyline the whole year and it wasn't that much impressive. And then like the part of, with Bran and, uh, and, uh, Sam, I was like, man, they were just, they had to get this out here, didn't they? So they were like, they, we wrote that in to get that done. But I, I the last know. shot, epic. Yeah. For it sure. was very, the last shot was very, um, Lord of the Rings or Hobbit epic ish. It was very, yeah. It was a, it was, I don't want to say a lot, but it was amazing. It was. It was a. There are some people who haven't seen it out there in the world. Yeah, I don't want to say anything. Um, which is like, but, but there what, are. the Mayweather uh, fight? <laughs> no. The, uh, the finale of, of Game of Thrones. I enjoyed this season, but it's I thought that not, was Game uh, of Thrones. 
I don't understand what, what you're talking about or what the you're Mayweather doing. Mayweather fight. Well, I thought that was Game of Thrones. What are you doing? <laughs> Pour my drink. <laughs> I enjoyed the season, but I'm definitely not like. I think this is like got the biggest spectacle of any of the seasons, and that was cool. But there was a lot of the other stuff that I was just like, eh, this feels forced. But you know, <clears throat> teach his own is the way I view it. We yeah. all we all liked it. Yeah, I I liked it. No, I mean uh, the whole season. Yeah, I liked the season. <laughs> I mean, top notch. Yeah, I wouldn't go that level. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, Ducktales, man, that's Woo! out. Is it? Yeah, man. Yeah, watch what was that? that. What was that? Somebody Solid. got a notification. Oh, I think that's that just, means it's uh, time to switch to topic. That's time. just my wife telling me <laughs> an answer to my question. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Do we want to get to this topic? Uh. uh yeah. Which one? I don't know. It's gonna be rough. Yeah, no, it's gonna be weird. No, it's not. How's this gonna be rough? I don't know. I'm prepared. You are prepared. I apologize. Top and notch. This is gonna be so good. <laughs> this is gonna be top notch. You two be- got this. Cool. I'm gonna go play some mud. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get topic. Topic. Time. 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 The topic is <laughs> Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. But, but first, but first up, your leadoff. We don't want to leave out. There's a big game this week. Your undercard. Yeah, the under, Well, probably really the main card in terms of popularity. But you th- yeah, the undercard for here. Yeah, right? you're right? you're probably right on the undercard for the yeah. world. Yeah, the world. Not even the world. Just for the United States, right? No one else plays this game outside of us. They don't care about NFL. They care about basketball and soccer. But they show up when we go there for NFL in Europe. Do they? <laughs> Good point. NFL Europe really, really <laughs> taking off, huh? Um, man, eighteen, yeah. it's out. You're a big. Uh, you've been hardcore, dude. Even on your your aforementioned. Vaca- I had to wake vacation. up before I went to the beach every day. I had to wake up and do my mutt dailies to make sure I could get as many coins as possible. So you took your PS4 with you. Uh, no, I took the game with me, and then I just used Mikey's. What? Yeah. That's See, so smart. You can log in. We could have stole this PS4 when it was gone. Yeah. Don't. Oh, oh. See? You missed your shot. <laughs> yeah, you, you're definitely hardcore in the mutt, um, but there was a new thing this year, right? Yeah, there were... Um, I really focused on two things. One is mutt, and mutt... John, is- hold up. Post-test. John. See, John, mutt is... No, what is it? Uh, I don't remember. Madden Ultimate Team. Yeah, something like that. Madden <laughs> Ultimate Team. There you go. Yes, John's right. It's Madden Ultimate Team. It's the game where basically you get a fantasy team where you get it's cards like, and you get to yeah. upgrade your team basically by doing it's challenges football, and competing. But with Madden. Correct. And over time, they, they release more cards and better cards and you get better players and your team gets stronger. And, and that's how they make money. Yep. I am aware that mm-hmm. fantasy football exists. Mm-hmm. I just lack significant understanding of it. So for the most so part, see, fantasy <laughs> mud, see, is, mud is probably the most popular thing in the, in the game. It's still great. Um, they added a new element this year where you level up and as you level up, you earn certain packs. You can only buy <laughs> at a certain level and you unlock certain challenges you can do. So you constantly feel like you have something to grind towards because the rewards are really, really nice. Like I'm up to easily this week, I'm up to almost 150 K in coins already. And that was with going to Florida for four days and playing very little. Uh, so, you uh, know, 
I feel like I can keep doing what I need to do and my team's getting better and I have something to work for and I don't need to spend money, which is probably a rarity in Mutt. So, you know, it, I think if you like the mode, there's a lot to do there and they've added a few new things. They've got like this, called this, this championship <laughs> thing that goes on every week now where if you, you compete at the beginning of the week at the weekend, you get to go into a championship against our players. And if you win three games there, you get a bunch of rewards. Uh, you can play with your friends in team mode in it now. So like you could, it, me, Sean and Mike D could be on a team together. He runs the defense. I run the offense and, <laughs> We just let Mike go do whatever because we don't want him running anything. Oh, um, he's coming at you. If, if he listens to this show, yeah, he's going to, one thing he's going to be doing is coming at you Wednesday morning. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. That's but fun. no, um, yeah, but John, you know, this is called Mutt. Guess what it's called in FIFA? What? Foot. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other big, the other big change before we get into the big, big thing was, uh, this is the first time they used the Frostbite engine. Uh, definitely the best this game has looked. Uh, Was I went cool. Get it? <laughs> uh, the players feel a lot Sorry. more weighted <laughs> this year. Like yeah. they feel like when you do a juke and you go, you pivot. From, they can tear ACLs like in real life. <laughs> no, but <laughs> when you uh, when you pivot over to like your right foot, you feel the weight shift. Like it feels natural. Um, like, in, terms of, in terms of their motion, it doesn't feel like just some like oh, little script. It doesn't thing. do like a thing in the controller though. Uh, no, no, but like then when, if they get hit during that motion, it feels natural and it feels like a tackle. It looks and feels like a tackle would. They've been um, progressively getting better on that. Yeah. Uh, there's some, there are a couple of like issues with weird animations when people are getting up, I think. And that's primarily because of, uh, the new engine. And the biggest one is launching into the long shot, which is their new story mode this year. There are some scenes where, <laughs> The characters when they're tight when they're talking, they'll just get this one eye that goes completely lazy <laughs> and just starts spinning around circles, and it, it's the weirdest oh, looking crazy thing. eye. Like oh, it remi- YouTube, <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of Doofus Rick from uh, Rick and Morty for those who are fans <laughs> of uh, of that show. But the big thing, yes, this year is Long Shot, which is their kind of take on a narrative for a career. Um, closest thing I could compare to. Is that it's like Richard? It's like playing a uh, telltale game of football, right? Um, I I thought it was going to be like NBA 2K's career mode. That's not a fair comparison. You were hoping, yeah. It's not. You don't create yourself. Is a made character. His name's Devin Wade. It's focusing on the idea of he is a long shot. He was a guy who was a top uh, blue blue chip prospect out of high school. Um, went to Texas and failed out his freshman year. Went so a real guy. No, no, it's just a made up story. Uh, and then he went into the army and now he's come back three years later and he's trying to, uh, he starts out going to the regional combine. He's trying to get invited to go to the, to get drafted late, uh, basically is the end goal. So he gets put onto a TV show, uh, that he's unexpected where basically, you know, the idea is to bring in a long shot to the NFL and you compete through a bunch of challenges. But really what it does well is, um, it kind of gives the good classic, football hopeful narrative like uh the best thing i could compare it to ed's ed's best moments please is, say rudy please say rudy. no please uh, say rudy. friday night lights um if anyone watched that show or or even the movie to a lesser extent but really the tv show which is a great show um you'll feel right at home especially because 
your main guy, your your wide receiver, who's like your partner since high school, Colton Cruz. He's uh, played by Scott Porter, who played Colton Cruz. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he, whenever you throw it to him, it's uh, <laughs> you can't stop the Cruz missile because you know, of course, he's a wide receiver. Oh um, my god! But uh, a ten. <laughs> he uh, he's like. He's played by Scott Porter, who played Jason Street on Friday Night Lights. So anyone who's a fan of that show, there's a person you can connect to. Dan Marino's in it. Chad Johnson shows up later on. Uh, and it just does a good job of like... Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. 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 <laughs> it does a good job of like demonstrating like all the different aspects of like an NFL quarterback. Like it takes you through reading progressions, understanding packages, um, <laughs> and like, you know, showing the difficulties of an NFL quarterback, <laughs> like they actually pull a, a classic thing, a true life story of like how, you know, quarterbacks, when they go to the NFL now, a lot of them, they're not used to calling plays because there's big guys that hold up signal cards for them. And like, that was a problem with Cam Newton. So they talk about that, like how you have to develop to just maybe having a simplified plan where you're just looking at one check at a guy and that's who you kind of look to see what he does as far as is he going for this receiver or this receiver and you pick the right one to throw to uh you can't really fail it you know if you fail it you just restart it until you get it right and the better you do the more higher i guess like it determines what ending you're gonna get but it's a really cool six hour event i would have liked to see more um you do get the characters in mutt after you beat it so you can play some challenges with them but it's a good first step and it was a really good, interesting narrative story, but I still want to see more from EA. Mainly I want to see them make a career mode that feels worth a damn because they've yet to do it. And I've yet to, <laughs> I've yet to actually, that's a beaver dam, John um, <laughs> beaver. <laughs> uh, there, there's yet to be like a mode, a career mode. That's made me <laughs> sorry. He just, there's yet to be a career mode from them in, in Madden that's made me want to create a character and like progress through 20 seasons with them. Whereas with NBA 2K, I do it every year and I love it. And same with NBA, uh, MLB the show. See, I, I just liked back in the day when you would play NCAA and then your guy yeah. could get transferred over to Madden. That was good too. I did like that. Penny, we're recording a show. You know, it's, it, Tighten up. Besides that, I like it's Tecmo Madden. Bowl. Well, you can play Bo Jackson and just dominate the entire game. <laughs> I had Bo Jackson the other day. Ready? Down. There was a. He's doing a bit. It can. Yeah. It would. It would go on forever unless you said hike. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there was a Facebook video I saw of a dad. Um, who was sitting down with his son who was younger at the time playing yeah. Tecmo Bowl. You unopen, you open the package, you put it in and you play. And the son's like, I'm going to be, I forgot who he said. And the dad's like, I guess I'll be the Raiders and see about this Bo Jackson. It was funny. <laughs> and then, but the, 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 the whole thing was about, uh, go try to play Madden now with your son. You open it, you put it in and then you got to wait Ready. on the day. 24 shotgun. But I'm saying he's sitting there. He's like, we just want to play. <laughs> you got to wait a minute for the update. And then, like you said, you got to go through this learning stuff. And then, oh, there's a terrible one this year. You have to play the Super Bowl. Yeah, the entire uh, Super Bowl, the right? The entire Super Bowl with Brady and, uh, and the Falcons. They make uh, you relive that? Yeah. They make you just play the game. Like they don't put any like stipulations or one like some year sort they of did it cinematic. Where it was like you could change the outcome of the way history was or leave history Correct. the way it was. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't Which do that cool. this time. This year they're like play the game and it was doing background up. Like, and it, it like sucks because yeah, you have to play 12 minutes with these two teams if you don't give a flying flip about 
to unlock the rest of the game. <sighs> yeah, he did. He almost had the final word. It was close. But anyways, yeah. uh, that's Madden. If you like football, <laughs> you'll probably already got it. If not, go get it. Do you yeah. ever play Madden? No. I, I ended my career with two consecutive victories. He got he pulled off like the the one miracle run. Bro, I was like 0 for 20 against Chris and like 0 for 40 against Mike. But I ended it with one win against each. I dare you to come back. There's no way. I dare you. Oh, why? You. So who between you and Mike, who's the better player? Mike. Me. <laughs> I would say, look, I mean, we were in a league together for a full year and one of us won one championship. The other one eight. There's this, there's this thing. <laughs> I think, uh, I think there was one night where Chris was, um, this was a while, while back. Chris was, um, tipsy, one might say. And he was hey. playing, and he was playing Madden with Mikey. Yeah, yeah. And he got really ticked because Mikey was working him. Mikey Florzek? Yeah. That was the famous, he can, uh, he can, he can play and, Madden. And that was the famous screwdriver bowl because I, I drank a lot of screwdrivers. And Chris was getting furious. Yeah, vodka makes me angry. Shoving him. This is yeah. not right. Oh, this Mikey. was in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they, way different playing in person. He was laughing because he was doing the Mikey laugh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. We actually we played this weekend and I dominated him as I should. He's really uh, proud of his Madden skills. Yeah. Well, when you sit there and you take it with you on vacation, you should be good <laughs> on it, right? I should. I be. feel like that's what you did last year. Like I did. You went down I there did. last year with the same game. I did. I always take Madden with me. Wherever I go. No, no, wait. That was two years ago. Last year was No Man's Sky. Oof. Ooh. Oof, right? Like, yeah. could have been right? so good. Ooh. Apparently it is a game now. Yeah. But speaking of games, the main yeah, the event. topic. Is Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah, game man. that shares the two distinctions. First major story standalone DLC they've You're ever done. You're taking my stuff. Okay, sorry. Right, go ahead. And, I'm, I'm and uh... <laughs> And the first Uncharted game without one Nathaniel Drake. Okay, so mark that off. You got those two check marks. You're good. I, I that's all I'm contributing that's for the, the next 45 minutes. It's all, all to you. Go. That's all the notes you First of all, I'm not talking for 45 minutes. I Seriously, I'm guys, I'm putting the headphones down. I'm going to play Mutt. <laughs> well, uh, like Chris said, this, this, this game is Uncharted Lost Legacy, and it comes pretty much right after the events of Uncharted 4. Literally walking away. Everybody knows that, right? And, uh... What I really like about it is I went into it thinking, and you had heard that it, while it's a, a DLC-ish kind of thing, it, it is it is a standalone, and it really is. Um, so you basically, you start off, and then the first chapter is all about learning what you're doing. There's nine chapters in here. Would, do you guys remember how many were in Uncharted 4? That was, no. 4 was like 16 or 17. Okay, but yeah, yeah. but you said nine chapters. I was like, that's a lot of chapters. There, you get a that lot. A, that's a good-sized game. Yeah, and and basically you start off and you did, now you're in India because your main character. <laughs> Hold up, Uncharted Four though was really really long. There were there were points in Uncharted Four where you're like, okay, this has to. I'm close to the end, right? I yeah. have to be. That happened to me like twice. <laughs> Especially well, when you got done with uh, Africa and you and yeah. you end up in that island, you're like, oh, there'll be two chapters. I feel some rain in Africa. You say what's funny? Is you say that, and the last image I have before I head over here is is uh, Chloe. A rain's falling on her. It's glorious. <laughs> Bet it was. We don't talk about that kind of stuff here on this podcast. It's glorious. <laughs> she hot. That's yeah. for Richard talk. So, <laughs> so you, you are Chloe. You're not Nathan Drake. Um, and you team up 
<laughs> What's her name? Yeah, the smuggler, what, right? What Nadine. was her name? Nadine. Nadine Ross. Nadine Ross. So do you ever? Uh, you spent all this time with those two ladies, and you I know can't remember Nadine. their names because I, I cannot stop Typical thinking about Chloe. Man. <laughs> Chloe, I'm telling you, Chloe was great. Yeah. Uh, she's she's one of my favorite parts of it too. Well, from what I remembered, I didn't. I don't remember feeling. Uh, she in three also. She is a little bit. I don't remember feeling like like she's as cool as she was then. She's like, I'm telling you guys, she's at the point now where I I would totally buy a standalone Chloe Frazier full out game. Well, that's good to hear. She's like Sony likes you saying that. Maybe that's what they want. Everything yeah. everything that you like about like a Laura Croft, Chloe does it, and I think I like her better than Laura Croft as a character. John's gonna come over that table now. No, you no, I'm not being funny. It's you kind of got me psyched about it. Now. Okay. Um, do you ever do you ever get to play as Nadine in this, or is she just kind of Nadine? Sully? Nadine does the thing where she's the Sully and she's gonna help you do Drake. Yeah, <laughs> like if, if like she falls off a cliff, Chloe goes off a cliff. Does she go? Salt her Chloe. No, <laughs> Frazier. Well, she's she's very uh, militaryish, so she's like Frazier. Um, but yeah, so you start off, <laughs> so Frazier, and you're 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 going after the uh, tusk of Ganesh. That's the main thing. That's how you and Nadine kind of get together. Yeah, that's get, how you know it's in uh, India. India. Yeah. That's and India. I wrote down it is Indian. It's an Indian lore and Indian treasure. Uh, the tusk was left by Shiva, who lost it to defend a temple. And Ganesh, advice. Ganesh is the son of Shiva. In and there's, I don't want to get too much into that because that does get into the game lore and, and the content you're going through. Um, but and also, it's very beautiful. When you first play, I was pretty game. It, it's I, I don't remember Uncharted Four being this pretty. Oh, I do. Shoot, yeah, I do. But I, but I remember Uncharted <laughs> being pretty. Like th- there are breathtaking, like shots in the game. Has well, this, you know how I sometimes get lost you, in your eyes? Yeah, is it happening right now? That well, I'm trying to control it. But yeah, that's how Uncharted Four was for me. That you was know a, why. That was a flipping beautiful game. I bet I know why it looks prettier to you than Uncharted Four. Because it was for PS4 Pro? Because, well, remember, they patched they patched Uncharted, Uncharted 4 yeah. for PS4 Pro, Dang. but you didn't probably play it there. You Like me, you played it when it came out in May. So now we have pros, I'm sure. It, yeah. Dude, it looks amazing. I don't have a pro. Uh, the chemistry, Shame. I'm telling you, the chemistry between Nadine and Chloe is, is epic. It's really, really good. You really feel like... You know how when you got behind Drake and you were like, oh, my God, this could be a real thing they're going after. I want to find this treasure. I want to be on this adventure. It happens. The game has all of the classic things that, that they're good at, them being Naughty Dog, of course. Now, was Shiva uh, Chloe's uncle? No. Because <laughs> I, I just don't understand why he'd be going after. I'm sorry. Well, it's, well she's, she's Indian. Oh, is she? Yeah. Chloe's from India? Yeah. I did not know that. That's a fun fact. You're welcome. I yeah. guess, yeah, that... Yeah, she is British, so British yeah, Indian. They, they explain that yeah, she that goes sense. off. There's a whole story about her father and parents and why she has a British accent. Okay. okay. I don't want to spoil that because you get to, you, of course, you get to learn about Chloe Frazier. Now, does it um, have a lot of things that remind you in terms of setting from two? Because, you know, what, two, you go to Tibet, right? So that's right there. It's, um, for me. No, Tibet's not in, for, I think it's three, it's right? It's right above India. It's right above China. No, it's guys, below China. Guys, geographical. They're between. Geographical. They're between the two countries. <laughs> you Google that. But the, the, what Maybe I keep, I'm wrong. What I keep thinking of is the elements that they did in four. The climbing element. You know how much better yeah. it got in four where you can reach. It's super awesome. They don't have, and John, I was thinking about you when this would happen. They don't have as many, oh, crap, I just fell off a ledge, like uncharted scary moments that you complained that they did too much of. Very minimalistic. So it adds, it adds like. 
how they used to kind of feel when you'd play the Uncharted when they added them. Uh, the element like the rope that you use in Uncharted Four is there. And do you guys kind of like that feature? The rope is awesome. Yeah. It's very it's very handy here. Uh, the gunfights are are classic Uncharted, except for your Chloe. Uh, we got <laughs> except for your because she's. I'm telling you, dude. I don't remember her being this ba, and she is like, I'm obsessed with with this story. I want more Chloe, and and for those people who thought Uncharted Four, please, I don't want to play this game. It's too soon. I don't want to go back into this world. I think she's the main reason. Why, if you play this game, you don't feel like, oh, my God, I'm just doing the same Uncharted stuff again. Gotcha. Feels it's familiar but different. It's so familiar in the sense that you remember how uh, in, in when Sully and Drake are driving in the Jeep? Yes. And they're on the world that you think you're controlling? Nate, I think this is the wrong way. Yeah. An entire chapter, uh, maybe a chapter and a half, is dedicated to you being in a Jeep. Okay. And in that same type of world. However, uh, different. In- there, there's a way that. It, it definitely is bigger, and you do have more choice to where you go versus when you were playing Uncharted 4, it was taking you to a spot you needed to go to. In mm. this, it's it's a little bit more open. You you literally can go and do everything. Now, is the whole game just in India, or do you end up anywhere else? Kind of like, you know, Uncharted, you kind of... You went around the world? Yeah. I'll like, tell you this. Four. I can't find There's my a, baby. I don't know when. I don't know why. I, <laughs> There's a part... Chapter six drops a bombshell. Okay. Uh, is that the name of the chapter? <laughs> a bombshell. Uh, no, it's not called that. <laughs> and it's literally just a shell and, of a bomb. And uh, I, I'm not going to say you see people from Uncharted 4. I mean, because obviously you see Nadine, but. <laughs> oh. You just said. No, no. I'm, I'm not, not basically you're just saying how. Okay. Yeah. You, there's, and I think if, if you kind of read some precursor stuff, you might know it what I'm ties, talking about. It basically ties. Because it, it literally is really close after the events of, of 4. Because yeah. Nadine. She's hot about the way four ended. Like she's not happy. Yeah, she's. I remember she, that. Yeah. Um, then the bad guy in this movie, his name is uh, Asav or Asav. It depends on how you want to say it. So this is a movie. And you, or, did I say movie? Might as well. It's like done. a movie. Yeah. It's but in, in this game, it and you the first time you meet him is is very early on, and you have a sequence after. Of course, like it's it's a classic Uncharted type sequence where you're you're having to make this great getaway, and and you know those kind of moments I'm talking about where. You've got to make the correct jump here, run up there, and if you don't, you die. Mm-hmm. Or like in Tomb Raider, when you're sliding down, you got to grab the, the branch at the yeah, right yeah, time yeah. where you yep. die. Yep. It was kind of like that. Nice. It was very, QT very, events. It, it was no QT, though. You had to control where you were going. It was it's very, very cool. Okay. So you meet him, and you don't really – you don't – you realize at first he's the bad guy. He's the guy we're going to have to deal with this entire time as we go on our treasure hunt. But later on – it's like he opens up to show you how evil he is and what he will do to get what he wants. Throughout the, the conversation between, dare I say this, is better than Drake and Sully. Whoa. Because there's more context to it. If you, if you listen, which you should be because you're playing the game, you're learning about Nadine. You're learning about Chloe. Nadine's probing Nadine to give her some pretty, pretty heavy stuff, like as far as answers. Hmm. So it's really, really cool. And, and they've got this banter between them that, that really adds an element to the game. Uh, I, I've, I've, I'm telling you, I've stopped at this game and looked at just the environment mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my God, I can't talk about how good this game looks enough. I called my mom in today because of the way the rain was hitting them. It, it was, they were wet. They were on the screen and their shirts and jeans and everything was wet. It was, it was insanely. And I'm telling you, the PS4 Pro just really, you can, you can tell. Everybody that says Uncharted 4 was glorious, 
this is better. Um, um, you're entitled to your opinion, by the way, of what you said about uh, Nadine and, and Chloe uh, having better conversations. But that is considered blasphemy here. Um, I, I know. John, if you would go to my room, you will find the oil and feathers. And I'm going to. Uh, the tar. On my, we, will, we will make tar out of this oil. Um, <laughs> there, there were there were these moments. You're that, asking me to oil him down. <laughs> oil him that's with not feathers. Okay. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> I think you're talking about the wrong night. There's just this charm to Chloe. Uh, there's just a charm to her that I don't remember from the first time you meet her in the series. But I've been told that in this game, you do not get the sense in any way that they are somehow friends. No, that they Ooh. are that they are sort can, of at odds with each other the whole time, where they do not trust each other. At, at the very beginning, you realize that Nadine was acquired by Chloe to assist her in doing what they're doing. Okay, it's a straight business person type approach, and mm-hmm. and there's some divisiveness divisiveness that happens at certain points due to revelations that are found as you play the game hmm. that add an element of okay, they are really they don't care about each other, Ooh. but their chemistry works. In the banter, that's that's hard to explain, and maybe it sounds a little weird. Do but. they realize at some point if that they know some of the same people? <laughs> yeah, you find out very on, very early on that then the name Nathan Drake is is said very early on between them. Yeah, yeah, they're like he this stuff with him's done. I'm ready to move on, <laughs> like that kind of thing. But there were some epic moments um, after the first chapter, or right during the first chapter. Uh, India is at war. The, the country's at war and you're Nadine. Kind of like and, now. I think it, is it kind of like now? Well, I mean, they're always a war Pakistan, but yeah, there's like a huge upheaval uh, political wise that's going on over there. She's, she's walking up on these rooftops. She, she does this really cool little stealthy thing to get where she's got to go. Mm-hmm. And boom, she, she does this thing and the game kind of takes over and does kind of a nice smooth into a cinematic. And you just see this burning. It's a, it's beautiful. In a way that I don't mean beautiful, but it's you can see war and this, it's just destroyed. That caught my like I was kind of like wow, kind of like Battlefield, right? Ish, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a moment when I was finally in the jeep and you hit this area in India, and I stopped because they're like pink flamingos, right? Mm-hmm. Picture like this glorious jungleish Indian world, mm-hmm. and then there's flamingos, but behind the flamingos are gorgeous waterfalls. Nice. That actually made my personal Twitter, which I'm going to share with our audience. Um, I had to stop and I screen capped it. And then there's another point, very Indiana Jones for me, right? It's later on and, and you're having to use your rope. And you remember the technique that when you want to just slide down the rope, you don't want to swing and you're having to slide down. And, and people who play Uncharted, they, they look at the environment. One, you're looking for treasures, which are in this game, of course, little hidden treasures, but you just want to see the beauty. And it felt so it felt like it felt amazing because you're sitting there. She's like on this rope dropping down and I just panned around and it was like, Oh my God, this is, this is why you love uncharted. And that's how I want to basically say this. If, if you love uncharted, mm-hmm. there's no reason you shouldn't buy this game. It's got a price point of 39 99. Uh, <laughs> it's, got, this it's got nine chapters. We love this game. Uh, like I said, we love uncharted. It, it was it, early on. We thought it was going to be just a little <clears throat> DLC patch or whatever we thought. And it developed into like a, a so it's a game. It stands alone. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a story. Halo. Uh, Halo 3 ODST. Yeah. Like, almost exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember it started out, it was just going to be a $20 pack. And then they were like, nope, $60 game. And it was, it was, you know, good 15 hours or whatever it was. Uh, for you guys that, that hunt trophies, they're very easy. Okay. Um, Did you get all of them? I wouldn't say, I, well, let me backtrack. They're, they're easier than some of these games that require you to do 
crazy things for that one like silver or one gold. If you if you play through it, you could take your time to get everything. Mm-hmm. Um, probably had to play through it twice to get all the trophies. Is it like get all the collectibles and stuff. Yeah, there's a couple of hidden trophies. Yeah, um, I think one of the hiddens. Um, oh, one thing that she does is very cool. Is she um, she's able to pick locks now. Nice. That's a new element they brought to it, and the, and the way you pick the locks, I like picking locks. Is your left thing here? You kind of go in a circle until you feel vibration, ah. and then you got to go in maybe a different circle. So and, they went with the old Fallout, yes, Skyrim method. Very, very, very much like that. Okay, and that's very cool because these these chests you unlock, there are different things in there. Of course, <laughs> like, there's stuff in there. There's stuff and like treasure. I, well, there's there's usually ammo upgrades or guns, but for you treasure hunters, there are treasures in these particular ones. And so if you don't go look for those, what do you mean ammo say, upgrades? What about um, like C four, uh, silence guns, things that you don't have from the main bodyguards RPGs? Okay, but all these guns are still expendable. Like you, there are some that I've only seen in these treasure chests. There's a pistol with a scope on it that's in there. It's what about cool. uh, puzzles? Oh yeah, <clears throat> puzzles are top notch again. There was tap natch. Uh, one that stands out to me is there's a puzzle that you come to. Um, there's two that were really good. Um, and they, you, you hit a switch and, uh, these platforms rise up mm-hmm. and they're body sensitive. So if you jump on it, it's going to alert. And what it alerts is these, these statues that have, remember Harry Potter when they played magic chess? Yes. Very much like that. I got loud. <laughs> <laughs> so you jump on a thing and you have to figure out the pattern because if you go too fast, you're going to get cut with an ax. So you got to kind of trick them to make them reset so you can get past them. Very, That's very, cool. very, very cool. And they also have a classic one, I feel like, where there's um, you walk into a room with lighting. Mm-hmm. And there's two paintings on the wall. Yeah, they love lighting. And you have these things in the middle that you have to move to where you fill both paintings with shadows. Hmm. Very fun. It took me probably 20 minutes to get that one just because you got to figure out almost like a Rubik's Cube. I got to go two steps back, Yeah, yeah. flip this here. And then when I get to where I got to go, everything looks like it does. Yada, yada, yada. You forgot yeah, to go two steps forward. Yeah. I don't go two steps forward. It's always bad. I'm constantly to, walking backwards. You're supposed to go two steps Skate forward. Skate backwards, then, drive backwards. Well, you're supposed to go two steps <laughs> forward, then two steps back. Obviously, two it's a track. Yeah. Yeah. Paul yeah. Abdul. Yeah. Remember the cat? I do. I was going to have to say that. <laughs> but yeah. Puzzles are top notch. Um, I can't praise this game enough. Okay. Uh, I, I want to reserve my overall grade for it because I, I want to finish. I want to get to that final battle. How far are you? I'm on chapter six of nine. Okay. So you're close. Um, yeah. And you, the things that have happened, it's really grabbed my interest as far as to, uh, what's going to happen next. And that's, that's good. That's always a good thing. Uh, The the way they set the game up, it, it, it just starts off the first chapter, I think is a, it's pretty much an introduction chapter. If you're at home with the Uncharted series, you already know the buttons it's going to teach you about. Um, they, they have a phone again. This time it doesn't say Sony on it, though. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, like that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's one of the trophies, too, is taking pictures at certain spots. They actually have an icon that comes up that says. Does she also play Crash Bandicoot? No. I, well, I don't know. She hasn't. Uh, she's she's getting beat up, too. Like watching her uh, get muddy. And, and <laughs> no, but like her shirt's. Like around her, like collars ripping a little bit. Nadine, you're going really close work. back into Richard talk again. <laughs> but I'll say, I'll say this: Do you guys remember a fist fight? That fist fight in Uncharted Four when they were in the jail. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Once she whoops them. All right. There's there's a fist fight here that I think is a little more. I feel like it's enhanced, and it could be because of the PS4. 
Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's got a different component because you're fighting, <clears throat> you're fighting a man, mm-hmm. and you're Chloe, who's while she's strong, this person is physically stronger than her. Like it's the mountain. <laughs> is it like that? It's it. John, by the way, the mountains. Like, I know, yeah. 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 yeah, but but it's it's very cool because it feels it feels intense. It feels like you're you you, you need to learn that I can't just punch this guy because he can just grab me. Uh, but it's that turns out to be very very cool too. That's that stuck out to me because it was it was very like just intense. I don't, I don't know how else to really articulate that. Is there a multiplayer? No multiplayer. I don't. Yes, there are. Yes, there is. Right. I do not know. I when you load up the game. At first, it's the story, and now there's something else. And I don't remember if it's multiplayer or not. We should probably look that up before we move on because that sometimes people care about. But I You know why else I looked up, Sean? What? I looked up a map of Tibet. Yeah. China was above it, <laughs> and Nepal and India were below it. Um, yeah. Uh, but listen, if you guys uh-huh. loved Uncharted, pick up this game because it's not – Chloe brings a breath of fresh air that I was not expecting. Um, she she's not just a character dipped into the uncharted world. Her presence seems to make it feel like it's her world, but you're familiar with it because of your experience with uncharted. Very cool to me. I could be completely off if you played it. You might think it's different. That but. was very profound. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. What? It does say that there is oh, multiplayer. Got, there is a look, dude. Um, I looked up the. The voice actor for for Chloe, because I just want to see how close these people look to the characters. Mm-hmm. She looks nothing like Chloe. <laughs> nothing like Chloe. I can't remember who does. Uh, uh, shout out to Claudia Black. Is that who yeah, it is? she's very very good. Let's yeah, my see. notes were um, gunfights, good fist fight. Oh my god, graphics. Oh my god. See Twitter. <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> uh, that's the important thing. Yeah. Um, it does say it includes. Uh, Uncharted 4's multiplayer, so I'm guessing it probably just adds new maps and maybe some skins and stuff, which is cool. Yeah. Hopefully you can play with the people they're still playing on Uncharted, regular Uncharted 4, uh, as maybe multiplayer. The maybe. new, yeah. That'd and be awesome. The, the Uncharted that was back on the, uh, on the Vita, people were worried about that back in the day because it didn't have a multiplayer element like most of the Uncharted I did. just, I mean, like, I like Uncharted multiplayer. It's really distinct, but, that's not the reason I go yeah, to those games. Me too. But I mean, if we if we ever got into it as a as a squad, it might be funner. But normally yeah. we hash it out by ourselves, and it, it doesn't have a lasting appeal. It's probably the only third person multiplayer I've played like that has traversal that I like, like you know, climbing yeah. up. And I was like, this really changes it. Yeah, a lot of the other ones, it just feels kind of baked in. But they are. Do you do you guys it. remember if Drake had? Uh, you remember when Laura Croft gets her climbing pick, so you can now jump the walls and. Nadine gets a version of that. I don't remember if Drake got one. Mm-hmm. So that's new to her? No. Nah. Super cool. So Nadine is still... Is Nadine a playable character at any point? No, or are not, you talking not, about Chloe? I was not talking so about sorry. Chloe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I can't... Now I couldn't remember Nadine's name. Now I'm just saying it for no reason. Let me uh, ask you this. And this <clears throat> this goes to me kind of continuity. One of the things I liked about Nadine's character in Uncharted 4 is she was a character that on a couple of occasions, beat the snot out of Nathan Drake. Yes, it, he did. He, he never progressively over time overcame that. He was just outmatched. Yeah. Is there like a skirmish between the Chloe and Nadine <laughs> where Chloe somehow is a match for Nadine? Because that seems a little bit mm-hmm. To this point, no, but I will tell you this. Uh, 
Nadine has put some dogs on Chloe. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, she, she's crazy. This. Let's just say when, <clears throat> when something was disclosed, uh, Chloe got punched <laughs> hard and got knocked down and a nose bleeding and everything. Ow. She was, she didn't work. I, it's possible because it's two girls and she didn't want to, you know, hit Chloe, but she was mad enough to hit Chloe about something that was found out. Mm. After she got punched and knocked down, she get up because she didn't hear no and, bell. And this is almost right after. This is crazy because it's right Shout after. Shout out to Rocky Five. Right. Poor, poor Chloe uh, <clears throat> in her fight. It's It It just, it. I cannot wait to get home and go play it. And you, way, cool. you guys know I don't say that a lot about things. That's but. awesome. Speaking of uh, Rocky Five, that Theon Greyjoy fight, <laughs> that was Rocky Five. <laughs> and Shout out Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he didn't hear no bell. Yeah, but now he knows he's still alive. I'm not going to remember who this Theon. is. You will, you will remember who Theon Greyjoy is. If you knew what his best trick was, <laughs> then Great. you would be surprised. I was waiting on that, too. I was like, he just like smiled at him. <laughs> but yeah, people, go buy Uncharted. All right. And yes. Madden. Somebody's I, getting Madden, maybe. Possible. Ooh! All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents... The news. <laughs> news. 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 Richard News. Overwatch Season 6. Blizzard has released a new Overwatch developer update with game director Jeff Kaplan, detailing all the changes for its upcoming sixth competitive season. Changes include the season being two months instead of three. Uh, according to Kaplan, the engagement is a lot higher at the beginning of the season, and they wanted to make the early season excitement more frequent. Another change will be uh, the control maps being reduced from best of five to best of three. According to Kaplan, control matches could often go way too long. I kind of agree with that. That's a smart move. That's a very smart move. You don't play this very much, do you? Yeah, I will still pick it up from time to time. When? Um, especially when they release new characters or <laughs> new true. maps. Uh, if there's an event for a skin, I always go and look to see if there's something I want, and then is I it, might try to get it. Is it Betty or uh, Daniel that play it? Betty, Casey plays it a ton still. Yeah, yeah okay. Casey Casey loves him and his Overwatch. I'm, I'm <laughs> look, I mean, I love all Blizzard games, yeah. and I share love with them when I can. Speaking of Blizzard games, I, I don't know of any other way to chime this, mm-hmm. but uh, my wife, your, your wife, is... 91%. Yeah, she's where I'm at. Toward the platinum. Nice. Nice. What she got to do left? What she got left? Well, one of the trophies was she's, to cut her hair off. She's got to she win. That, apparently. <laughs> she's got to win. Th- You're 91% toward the platinum? I believe so. The only things I have yes. left. The only, I have, I have two things left. She's I have got to do 500 do. raids. Oh, that's one of the ones. I'm very close on that. Um, or not raids, bounties. Do you eat or sleep? I just, I like games. Do you remember that time you said you're 91% and then I hit the underside of the table and said maybe? <laughs> That's funny. Old Richard talk. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle season pass. Yeah. According to Ubisoft, the upcoming crossover has gotten a season pass along with its release yesterday. It will be available in the Nintendo eShop for $19.99. The pass will offer three pieces of DLC. The first will be unlockable at lunch and at launch and include eight unique steampunk weapons, each with their own statistics. The next piece will come later this fall and introduce new solo challenges and maps for co-op. A third piece will come in 2018 and feature new story content. Well, that's nice. good for them, right? That seems like a, a very solid DLC. 
Yeah. For the money. They'll make money. They like to make that, money. The 1999 again is just for the DLC. The game is going to be of course full price. So Yeah. Yeah. Very well received. Who gets that money? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point. 50-50. Um, right. at, at the point of this recording, mm-hmm. like you said, they, the game has an 85 on Metacritic, right? Right. Has it gone up or down? Do you know? I saw 84. That's what I saw. Yes. Yeah. Well, we saw it this morning, but still. Yeah, I looked when I got home. Oh, so you're probably more current. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, looked very before well, I left work. Um, what was it? Back at 85? Ooh, let's see. It's back at 85. 85 on Metacritic, mm. which... One of the reviews I read was like, if you love the crazy fantasiness of Mario, um, but you like tacticalness, they're comparing it to XCOM, which ironically has gotten some new content. Yeah, it week. looks it looks very XCOM. Um, How do you compare? It's just visually, it throws me off when they say that. It, it's the but the, the style game yeah. and how it works. Um, I, I don't know if it will have the depth of XCOM. That's that's a that very may be exclusive it says thing. it it says it it says it. Almost has the depth. That may be the the, now, the mean, caveat that keeps the casual person playing it. Yeah, so I mean, you don't have to go too crazy into the tactical. XCOM was always great because it was never great. I'm kidding. No, I great. don't know. I never played it. Uh, I just say things. It's great. Like you had the the actual battles. They always felt unique. You never knew what you're going to get. And then on the other side, you had management off screen to set up those battles. And you played XCOM. Oh yeah, Sound I love like XCOM. It, yeah. uh, I need to get XCOM too. I still haven't gotten it. No, you're getting an Xbox One X, dude. Call, call me. I was gonna wait until I get my uh, Super PC. Get an XCOM One X. I prefer I prefer those games on the PCs. They're just they're better to yeah. they're easier to. You know, uh, I got a fun fact. All games are better on PC. That's true for most <laughs> things. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of PCs, cross network play talk continues. Xbox head of marketing Aaron Greenberg confirmed the confirmed. Wait, <laughs> confirm the confirmed. You're not uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, confirm the companies have discussed the possibility of cross-pay. Wait, so who's, what companies? Well, you just go on and keep reading. Okay. They're going um, to tell you. And continue to do so. Greenberg remains hopeful that Sony, okay, will be supportive of the initiative. We're talking to Sony. We do partner with them on Minecraft. And, of course, we would like to be able to uh, enable them to be part of that. One community to unite gamers. So we're talking to them, and we're hopeful they'll be supportive of it. I think that'd be cool. I really hope this happens. Yeah. Um, especially for the Minecraft folks, because that's a large community, and if you could have them all Rocket together. League is showing the world how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, there's certain games that are no-brainers. Yeah, like these... These small indie games, I think they're going to be the spearhead. And when, when, like, for instance, like PUBG, whenever PUBG goes to, uh, if it goes cross play. Yeah. Like if whenever it finally does eventually come to Sony, I will only play it on PC, dude. Well, I don't think they could ever get PC to play with a console, but if like they were able to convince Sony, like, look, we want to do cross play between PS4 and Xbox and they allowed it. And that would be the game that could take the risk, you know, because they're not tied to Activision or whoever. Yeah. That'd be huge. Um, be huge, 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 huge. Uh, I hope it happens. Though. I really it, do. If they can do it right, it's great for the gamer, and they can still make their money. Exactly. That's Give the that thing. man his mom. You just have to make them feel like they're gonna be financially secure. As long as they feel that, and really, if you're Sony, I don't know why you wouldn't feel that way. Sony doesn't need to feel like a Cersei and feel she like need, yeah. She needs to be a Jamie. Yeah, be a Jamie. Jamie. Be a Jamie. That's all we're saying. There's so many Game of Thrones. Are you guys going on the basis of one of these days I want one box? Is that no? This I don't. Of, 
I think it's it's because this is just a this is just one step toward that to me, and I don't think that's good for the industry. No, that's not, I that's what I said. We don't want that. I want yeah. I want Burger King, Burger King, and when this and McDonald's. Right. I want you to be able to pick up a PS4 <laughs> controller because that's the controller you like on the UI, UI you like. Uh, and I can pick up an Xbox controller because that's the controller I like and the UI I like. And we can get into maybe not into a party together. Uh, yeah. Might not be able to do that. But I can search for you and play a game with you. You know, that would be cool. That'd be that's really what cool. I would like to be able to do. Because you're still going to have your, your first party titles for these consoles. Yeah. What was that? That's that's what I would like. In a perfect world, you could go to one place and get maybe a Big Mac with some Burger King onion rings, well, or or a or some McDonald's French fries. You get a Whataburger with a spicy ketchup. I particularly I like, like it. Oh, or just have the spicy ketchup from Whataburger in general. By the way, I need to find a way to bring Whataburger to uh, the closest one's almost to Birmingham. I know. Uh, it's like What's a Whataburger. Exactly. John. What? Exactly. You. What are you doing this weekend? Right? What are you doing this Well, weekend? he's going He's going out of town. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need to take him. That's When I go down there and visit Mikey, no, the first thing I get is Whataburger every time. It's so good. That's it why is, you brought up the spicy ketchup. Because you exactly. just had some. It's, it's, it's life-changing, bro. Is the best, really good. Is the best fast food burger I've ever had. I thought... Fast food burger. Now, I don't consider five guys a fast food burger. It totally, is, a, it totally is fast food. I mean, like, when you're talking, when you're talking like a burger that's like a base burger that's like six bucks and takes five minutes to, you know, it's made to order. I don't, I don't consider that versus like driving. Well, we do. When you go to Wendy's, you order and you literally and pick it, up your food four minutes. You know what? Late, no, because you know why? Because I get stuff like no onions or no tomatoes. My, mine yeah. is made to order. Oh, you know it's assembled to order. I wonder if there's any in Little Rock. Possible. I know they're in Texas. Shout out to Texas. I could try one if I, because I'm in Little Rock. If you eat Whataburger without me or Chris, now that we know you have not had a Whataburger, you guys have eaten it without me, clearly. We made the. Touche, uh, Jonathan. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Xbox games for gold. With uh, with gold. No, whatever. Yeah. Uh, For the month of September, pretty good list here. Forza Motorsport 5 will be available all month for Xbox One users. Oxen Free from September 16th through October 15th. Hydro Thunder Hurricane from uh, September 1st through September 15th. And Battlefield 3 from September 16th to September 30th. I think those last two are Xbox 360 games. Uh, Forza, I mean, that makes sense, right? Like, it's been a couple of years, what, four years since... It's been a while. Yeah, since this one came out, so it's like, why not make it free? I need you to get more like, get people, uh, it, you <laughs> I know. I need you to really sing it, John. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Come on John. <laughs> Come on, you got it. Ready? It was Anyways, it was. Anyway. Speaking of Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed meets 
Final Fantasy. Ooh. Ubisoft and Square Enix have announced today that Final Fantasy 15 players will be given an assassin's outfit for Noctis if they have collected the Moogle uh, Chocobo Carnival. That's a freaking earful or mouthful, right? <laughs> only, only for you. Uh, events Dream Egg. Tomorrow, the free Assassin's Festival DLC will be made available. This will transform the town of Lestalim. I think that's how you Lestalim. say it. Yeah, let's go with it. Old Lestum Burnham, um, <laughs> offering new activities, theme items, and features. Among the content will be another Assassin's Creed outfit and a chance for Noctis to explore more in the style of and use some of the abilities of an Assassin's from the Ubisoft franchise. That's pretty cool. It's cool cross it play. Fit. It really. Uh, well, uh, the, maybe. Yeah, it can Who work. Who are you to say? No. Who are you to say? Have you played this you game know, yet? If somebody would have said we're going to put Mario with little guys from rabbits, I'd have been like, "That doesn't work." No, that doesn't, a lot that of, doesn't sound good. There's a lot of things. But you're right. I should just wait and see. It's like a really weird style that it could work. I mean, it just depends on how they design it. You know, I don't know. It is what it is. It just depends. Just depends on how they design it. It's too. I can understand it too good. You got to tighten that up. <laughs> you got to say like like Francis. If I was going to do the next I subject, I'd be like, uh, but yeah, that's Secret of Mana remake. <laughs> Square Enix has announced a full 3D remake of Secret of Mana is coming to Steam, PS4, and Vita. Vita? Good for you. Dude, On February 15th. strong, bro. Yeah. Doesn't ever die. It, it's all uh, about the indie games. It's all about the indie games and remakes over there. Yep, the old indie Square Enix game. <laughs> well, I mean, in general, for the Vita, Richard. I'm just being a Richard on February 15, 2018. According to the announcement, this remake will retain its long-held charm while incorporating improvements such as upgrading gameplay for modern platforms and a newly arranged musical score. Secret of Mana was originally released for Super Nintendo in 1993. That's a SNES for those who like to abbreviate that. Die! <laughs> Maybe if we ignore him, he'll stop doing it. Never. John, um, I saw the, the, the word Super Nintendo, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if you heard about the release of the Super Nintendo. Is there, is there a segue coming? We're not there yet. We got like one more. I, and then I just asked him that. one question. Yeah. I just said, if you heard about it, guys, there's this is, will you just let me be, just let me do the thing I do? Will you? Let me just do the thing in there. Xbox One X. Breaks pre-order record. It would seem Microsoft's new console is already off to a great start, according to a post on Xbox Wire. More Xbox One X consoles were pre-ordered in the first five days than any Xbox before. Microsoft said it saw record-breaking sellout times for the console, which is currently sold out all over the world. More plans will be announced later for a later time for pre-orders for the standard edition of the Xbox One X console. In other news, the originally uh, the originally Xbox One is reportedly ceasing production and sale. That makes sense. So long to the brick. Yeah, you served me well. It was it's so large. Yeah. Is that what you have? That's what I got first. I, yeah, when I was down visiting Mikey, I will have owned all three versions of Xbox. Nerd. Dang. Wait. One. Did you get a... I mean, one. Are you getting uh Did you... Re- At some point, he I was. Oh, okay, he okay. didn't, yeah, he I'm didn't not buy into the level gotcha. 7 hype of what that pre-order was for. Project Scorpio. <laughs> no, we were level level 7 later that week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good uh, point, John. 
<laughs> we have like walkie talkies. That's good. Like to be fair, it's all marketing speak. You know, when I read stuff like this, I'm like, why? Because okay. it's like, look, I'm, we sold this in five days or whatever. You know, you're putting, you're trying to word it in a way. It's on the hype train for sure, but yeah. when they did good. I mean, no, yeah, that's, I'm well, happy. In this it's case, sold. it's either true or it's not, and I don't know that they would lie. Yeah, no, I, I don't think they lied. I think, I think it's. If anything, the reason why it's it's this high, I think, is because they didn't tell people to the last moment that they were releasing a special edition that was going to be one-time limited print. And therefore, every single person who was thinking about this console ran out and bought one. Myself included. Now, where that is in four or five months, that's a different story, <laughs> right? Like, you know, or I, don't, I don't think that was the incentive at all. I think it was, I think, I think they thought that this was going to be the pre-order and that's it. I just learned yeah, about I just learned about the pre-order for possible standard editions when I was doing the show notes. Yeah. I mean, my staff was doing the show notes when and you called in on the staff. Yeah. We we called gave me. up on that a long. Oh, I'm I'm hiring now. Are you? No. No, no. I'm not. I'm we not. Didn't, we didn't give what <laughs> The IRS that is not true. <laughs> we do not owe you money. But I think this is going to be be a beast and I think I think um I'm convinced that the $500 price point when Xbox One launched mm-hmm. was not what killed what was was not what damaged its avail, availability um, ability to sell. It was like one I think punch. it was I think it was their PR. Yeah, well that and the fact that 1080 became this huge thing and the other consoles no, I mean, dominating. Do you want to spend do you want to spend $500 for a Kinect? No. But Correct. you will spend $500 for a beast. Six teraflops, is it? Sixty. Six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand teraflops. Or is uh or no, if if it was three hundred thousand, you know what Conor McGregor would say? <laughs> Something uh in Irish. He would say three hundred. Three hundred. I can't the, understand him. I did the whole entire I weekend. almost just cussed for you. Just to make that bit. Tree. Tree mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Almost. Ah, SNES. <laughs> Classic rewind. He Die. put it up like this. Die. No, he 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 put I'm S in the S. I, no, it does not. There's no hyphen between the S and the and the nest. So it's redest nest. I wish our folks would go on Twitter and we could have a war on if it's SNES or SNES. Sixty-seven uh, percent of the population does not lie. <laughs> yeah, mm. it is a super NES. That's because uh, you looked at. An Unscientific poll. My son slept outside last night For because he uttered the words. I can't snass. say it. I can't say it. <laughs> snass. Say I can't it. say it. It just sounds so ignorant. Irritated. It just makes sense. It's like you had the ness, and now you you put an s in front of it. It's a snes now. You know, it, no it one just, ever says ness. They say nes. I've always called it the ness. Of course, what Sega kid? Exactly. I, call, I, I was a I was a nest kid. What, Sonic boy. Well, let's learn about the uh, <laughs> look here, haters. <laughs> let's learn about the SNES. Yes, Richards. Let's uh, the SNES. And is, we didn't call you names. Come on, baby. Uh, that he's a Richard. Move on. You called me a Sega boy, Sonic boy, Sega kid, uh, Sega kid, and Sonic boy. Tighten up your ears. You got headphones on, Richards. Can you? <laughs> Every last one of them. SNES is shaping up to be an exciting product. In addition to its lineup of games, including some additional bonus features, include include an instant rewind option. The rewind feature will allow players to scroll back through sections of games for the purpose (laughs) of trying to be a master. The amount of time that backtracks depends on the game 
Players will be able to also suspend and save during any point of any game. The yeah. way that kind of goes is if it's like if it's like an RPG game, it'll or an, an action game, depending on like like a two D like a two D Mario game, it'll it'll go back. <laughs> it'll go back uh, maybe fifteen seconds, okay. as opposed to uh, Legend of Zelda or something like forty five seconds. So if you died right away in a depends, It depends on the pace of the game. It's, you know the, what I mean? The suspend feature really is cool to me. That's a real yeah. feature. There's a, there's a suspend button about when you want to cut it off and go to another game. You now, speaking it. of that, uh, there was some other news. This actually finally went up for pre-order this week. <gasps> right? This did past I, week. Did I miss yes. it? Uh, we thought <laughs> for a little yeah, bit. I woke <laughs> up, uh, and these guys, I think, got to work before me that day or... Basically, as soon as I got online, yeah, you guys hit me up, and John was like, "Did you get one?" I was like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know this, I, I pulled John's or I pulled John's mythical tale a lot on this, and I would constantly joke that you know I got a pre order. Did you get your pre order, John? Yeah, and he he started pulling his phone out, and I'd be like, "I'm just kidding." Uh, but in this case, John said, "Yeah, they apparently went up overnight at like 1 a.m." Yeah, I believe uh, first up, Best Buy. Best Buy put theirs up at about one thirty in the morning, uh, Eastern Standard Time, and it was gone by like twenty minutes later. And, and you, then Amazon want, put up their sales at about four a.m. and they were gone by six thirty a.m. See, we live in a world where people in a world, and programs in a world. programs exist to where these these like bots are constantly yeah refreshing and doing searches on these sites to see these things. And they lock them up as soon as they go live. So it would have been very hard, even if you would have been up early mm-hmm. to get one. Well, not only that, um, and I think I think you signed up for notifications with Amazon. I think Jeff actually Everyone, signed up for notifications. We, we, I, I not have. a single person that I've talked to has gotten ever got a notification. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it would have woke a notification would have woke me up, mm-hmm. but I didn't even wake up to it feels a like notification. And I mean, this should have been better handled by i think everyone i think there, there's a lot of problems that went on uh with the online you know it I seemed like the well, only I, place I will say nintendo cannot really dictate to retailers what they do with their pre-orders yeah sure from what can. i know from what i gathered this nintendo. is kind of, to me this is a retailer thing but and i think we i, mean, I think it goes it. i think it goes for what they call a global pre-order and so it's like 1 a.m. versus 4 a.m. versus 8 a.m. in well, I think England. And, what I yeah. think happened was that basically they just gave these out and said, like, look, we're no. aiming we're aiming for 822. That was the day, you know. Yeah. And basically you had things like Amazon and Best Buy who kind of just – they go through algorithms. This is when they put their stuff up. Naturally, if you don't give them a time that you have to do something, it's like, hey, release it. So they go out this time. And if you're there, you get it. If not, tough luck. And it just sucks. Like what I saw was know. the official Nintendo thing, and it just basically said the Super Nintendo is available for pre-order yeah. at these fine retail retailers. Um, I, the only place I saw people I really didn't see an official like it's going to go on sale at one Eastern or exactly something like that. Like I thought Microsoft did better because Microsoft basically well with the Xbox One. Remember <laughs> they did their they did their Gamescom and then at the end of it about four thirty they said pre-orders are now live and that's where everywhere it went live um amazon sold out by six that day but you know they had warned people or they had led people up to that saying like if you're interested in the 
Scorpio pre-order, stay tuned to this Sunday at Gamescom for further news. And when it came out, you know, you, everyone got to go to GameStop. And I think easily, it was very easily attainable if you were paying attention and you were really dedicated. Yeah. Whereas here, unless you went to a GameStop, that seemed to be the best way to do it was to be one of the 10 or 12 that got to your individual GameStop. Dude, I, I, we parted ways at lunch yeah. and I went to go run my errand. And when I had some time, I'm like, I'm going to go to GameStop, not to check. Yeah. I went to ask. Oh. And I went to ask what happened. Because as far as I was concerned, GameStop were in the same boat yeah. and they went up for pre-orders at the same time. I had no idea I was walking into that store about to get one. And what, and what, I, I, I was like curious from – I wanted to get a clerk's perspective on what the heck just happened. Yeah. And, and so do one of those movie things where you shoot over to where I'm at. I walk into EB Games and I go – talking to the guy just like you and he goes, well, dude, I'm telling you right now. We're getting all signs that something's about to go live. Yeah. We, we haven't. And there had been a list of people who had come in before me that were smart, unlike you and me. Uh-huh. And it was a notification list. He's like, yeah, we're going to call these people. I said, well, I know it's probably not going to happen, but can you put me down on this list? Flash forward back to John. I'm, I'm going home. I'm like, I'm, did I call you and tell you that happened? or I called you. Ah, okay. I, I called you and said, um, you might not know this, but, but it went live. they're about to, the system's about to go live. Because <laughs> we had a, I don't know when they're going to do it. As far as I knew, and I said to Sean, I don't know if this is happening in 20 minutes or two hours. Yeah. Th that morning when we found out they weren't going to be available, a friend of the show, Jeff, and myself were determined that we were going to get one. Jeff was on straight up, um, this is not real. This is yeah, not he real. Was, he, was, he was like, BS. This, they have not gone on pre-order. This is not real. Yeah. But Sorry, we, I reached out to John and I said, uh, are you in? You know, are you are you with the, with the wolf pack? We're getting some of these. Wolf pack. And he was like, I'm in. And so this later that day, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get home. Chris never got a call, by the way, because Chris doesn't care. I might have cared for this more so than the NES Classic, because there's a lot more games that I actually like on this one. Uh, but anyways, it's okay. I'm not hurt. I'm just gonna re you later, little finger. You're gonna Resident Evil him? Uh, -uh. no. I'm gonna. I don't know. Aria. I don't know. Can we finish now? <laughs> anyways. Can uh, I get the wheels back on this train? But yeah, anyways. Uh, it just, to me, like... <laughs> We're not done. All of this could have been handled there. I, I know, but it's not done. You can still possibly get one, you know, when it comes yeah. out. But again, They've, to me, this is... They're going to be two or three. To me, <laughs> Remember, that's say, what it was at GameStop. No, that's, to, that, uh, last year at Walmart, I walked in and there was a box full of NESs. That would probably be to, the case. Yeah. you got to be proactive on that. I mean, you, you, you compare it to... Xbox did it better, but Xbox is a console. This is not a console. Yeah, it's a pro. I, I, there are so many products that come out though that I feel have done this better, and it's been this problem for Nintendo. And we've seen it, like you know, for instance, I, I, John, I've seen you with trying to get Amiibos. Uh, same with you, Sean. You know, and it's it's easy to want to make excuses for them, but it I'm seems like excuse. whatever. I'm not making excuses. I, I mean, like to sit there and give them the benefit of the doubt, but. I kind of just look and say the the history has been there. We had a problem last year with the NES Classic. There were no pre-orders at all. Pretty much if you went at midnight uh, to Walmart or something like that, like you did, yeah, you were but, able to get and, it. And, and now then this after year, that, it was Oh, my impossible. God, they did a pre-order, and that's not good enough. So I Well, mean, they did a pre-order, and it sold out. Like, I mean, well, you're talking about online. They sold out in like 20 I know, seconds. But, Jesus, get one. Go stand <laughs> in line. 
Um, I don't know. I would like to see them if they're going to do this again next year. And I hope they do it again next year. Cause I, I think this, don't. I think like, you know, there's a market for this. There's an obvious market for the uh, Nintendo for 64. No, not for the 64, but for, you know, they could bring back the SNES yearly. Oh God, and I die. think it would do, I think it would do well. Same with the NES. Um, it would, I think if they handled it better, people would have a lot, a lot less frustration. That's all I want. I want people to get this. You know, I want people to be able to get this if they really want it. Cause I think this will tap into a larger audience outside of just gamers. I think this is going to tap into people that just want to re-experience their childhood for a little bit for an afternoon or whatever. And I want those people to be able to get that and Look, not have to die to do it. You know, like, like we do basically where it's like, you guys are literally driving around the city all day. Who trying, cares? Hmm? Why are you, why are you trying to be a champion of the people right now? Cause I'm always a champion. for the F people. that. Get in your car and go wait in line. Like I did last year. Um, that's how it has to be. I mean, I think, I think we might be falsely assuming we could be correctly assuming, but when, when, what, what, I, when I realized that I wasn't getting an, uh, a Super NES, <laughs> Super Snap. a Super NES classic, yeah, I thought the reason I'm not getting one is because they're going to be readily available at launch. Hmm. I mean, I think I think we are, I, I think we are being on the safe side, but I think these things, I think you're going to be able to walk into a store and find one. Maybe not at launch, but in a couple of weeks, I think the supply is going to be so. much more readily available than the, than the NES. I think the NES gets unfairly criticized mm. because history dictated that emulators did not sell well. I mean, th- th- that's just the way it is. You, em, em, emulators yeah, you are a dime a dozen. Today and get the Sega mm-hmm. yeah. thing or the Atari thing. They, they're everywhere. Nobody, ah. nobody, the, the, nobody's ever demonstrated a huge demand for them. Mm-hmm. You could go into the sharper image catalog on an air flight and, and order one there. I mean, they were readily available to anybody who wanted one. Sure. Nintendo had no idea that this would have been the hottest thing that this was going to be tickling sure. me. The, the question is, could they have? Change that and, no. and produced up. Not when you're ramping up for the switch. Yeah. That you just can't do it. Okay. So that's fine. So the question now is, yeah, maybe we will see that. I hope we do. I would just say this. The history of Nintendo has been when it comes to production. Fundamentally they false. They are not great. It's at, fundamentally false. Look at the Wii. Look at right now with the switch. Exactly. That's, but you say look at the Wii and I say that's exactly my point. Oh. Everybody, the industry said the Wii was nothing. So there was no reason for Nintendo to to but they did they knew right away they had something no they didn't yes it did that's they rewriting sold. history it takes a while for you to realize you have a product to keep up with demand i mean you saw here with the switch with the switch they basically after the first 10 days of sales they said we're ramping this up exponentially do and, you remember you know, do you remember after the we no <laughs> after the we started selling do you remember if they said anything or is your memory serving you as they did if i remember when they came out cuz i don't they remember they had they had huge hype from the day of uh because i remember those stores at 10 a.m. at uh toys r us when they opened they were packed you have uh, a great memory yes well i was there um, you know where i got a we i hmm. found out about it and waited in line for an entire day to get one okay i and I well, remember, I remember, two, and he sold one. Yeah. And I remember being able to go out there and sell yeah. it for like $750. Yeah. You flipped it. Yeah. I sold it for very high price. How'd you get two? Because they didn't have limitations and I had the money. You know, I was like, why not? So that's why I did. Um, but, 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 but Chris launching consoles, the Wii was the first 
console that they ever launched where you were, were this concept of rushing out to get one, not being able to find one. That concept from a consumer standpoint did not exist before the Wii. Mm-hmm. So to say that the Wii, I was talking to some guy, we were waiting for the Super NES Classic and he was saying the same things. I'm like, dude, Nintendo, we like to say Nintendo has a history of this, but it's Nintendo, a fun thing to say, but it's, Nintendo, but, but if you look at the data, I'm looking from like the last there. 10 years. Okay. That's what, where I'm looking at basically going back to the Wii. You have and the to Wii me, and then me, you have the Wii U, which was readily available. You had the 3DS was readily available. <laughs> yeah. No one won, <laughs> but I've just seen like with the Amiibos, I've seen it with, uh, with of course the Wii. I've now seen it with the Switch. I've seen it with the NES Classic. They have had periods. Have you? I've, been I've at- never had a problem. I've never seen it felt like there was a time where I walked in on a Black Friday and literally there's a pallet of PS4s over there. I've never seen a pallet of Wii's or you know. Let me ask you this: or, or something like have that. Have you actively looked for Super? I mean, Wii U. Um, it took me two months to Switches. find a PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. Have, have you? It took, actively- it took me two. Yeah, it took me a minute to get a PlayStation. Two 4. months. Yeah, but. It, so well, we just have this revisionist PS2. history where we give other consoles a pass and Nintendo no. does it. And Nintendo is the – and look, I sound I'm like on, a Nintendo fanboy, but I'm serious no, about I this. <laughs> I'm serious about this. Nintendo gets the short end of the stick when it comes to supply problems. I've said this. I Look, to when me, you, and, I don't and – when you, And when you supply for Amiibo, mm. you have to look at what the, what, what the company was saying. We've got less than 10 million units on the market. We do not need to flood the market with Amiibos. But That's even the then, you don't have that problem now. You have, you have your 3DSs that can use them. You have – your switches that can use We're them. Talking and you about still have now, your, yes. yes, and you still have this problem. You had this you problem with Splatoon Two. Splatoon Two amiibos came out, and remember, you couldn't find them that anywhere after the day of. That was Toys R Us's fault. Same with Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda had a bunch of amiibos you could not find. They were there. The day of. They were there, and everybody bought them. Just like me, I bought every one of them. Yeah, and then it took forever to get more. Like I guess I'm not criticizing that when you launch something new. Uh, like a brand new console. Like I'm not criticizing the Switch yet for the fact that it has a stock storage. I kind of understand it. Like they're yes, they're ramping up. I've said before. I think they're holding for the holiday. But if you get to the holiday times and it is exceptionally <laughs> hard to find one still, uh, and your competitors just have tons of them. Like I've never saw that with a problem with Xbox or or with PlayStation when you got to the next holiday, their first big holiday that you had an insane hard time finding them. Yes, if you wait till like Christmas, you're going to probably not be able to find it. But if you go out for Black Friday, for instance, and you stand in line that day, you will probably have no problem finding them at a major retailer. That's what it felt like to me. I've never seen that a lot of Nintendo products. It's like when we in that when we tell when 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 Michael Proctor and every other analyst out there goes, when the Switch launches, you're going to have a million sales in the first month. Instead, you get two point seven. It's like Nintendo should know more than the analyst. That's our expectation for Nintendo. We have mm-hmm. to. Nintendo has to know everything that the analysts in the industry do not know, and then we crap on Nintendo for actually going based on what the analysts say. And so Maybe they yes, need better analysts. There's a thing internally. I have no, no idea. More I mean, people. Th- there's a thing that more people want Nintendo stuff. Definitely, like people want Nintendo stuff. I, it's just a thing. Just imagine, and so it's always going to be a little off on the on the consumer. And with the demand. amiibo side, there, there's more of a collector base from the Nintendo side than any than any other 
console out there. People mm-hmm. buy these consoles. I'm the guy that does it. I agree. Uh, they buy them and then they buy another one. They I buy agree. a Switch. They peek, they keep it in the box. I have most of my amiibos are not opened. I That's agree. the problem. People come, I kind of you see buy, that. you Look. buy an amiibo in the package and you also want to use one for the console. To me though, that's still, that's a minority, like a small so. minority. I really people. don't think I so. I think you're off you on really that think it's to a point like where you're talking like 40% of people. The people who, who go in and buy, the people who go in and buy those. I do. The people who go I've in. I've got unopened amiibos and open amiibos. I do. Yes, but do you do it with every single one? The people who go in and buy those Zelda exclusive 30th anniversary amiibos, they're not opening them. Yeah. They're just not. I'm I'm proof. Kind of want to open them, <laughs> but Sorry. I I just think we I just think when it comes to Nintendo's launch seasons, we just rewrite the rules. We I make think, special rules I don't for make Nintendo. Excuses for anyone. I mean, like to me, no matter what you do, you should be criticized on it. And to me, that's one of their big things that they've just continually dropped the ball on. And I, I'm sorry, like, I'm not going to sit there and after last year looking at the NES and all the catastrophe and the promises that Reggie has made about the SNES so far uh, this holiday season, I just, there isn't a lot of confidence I've seen. Maybe I'll be wrong. I'll, I'll eat crow if he comes out and, you know. Well, we're still day, waiting on you to eat crow on how the success <laughs> of the Switch, but we got to still wait that out a little bit. We're waiting now. And look, I've yeah, said. You said you're going to eat crow on that too. I will. I will gladly. <laughs> and I'll say this. It's doing great so far. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where it will be in two or three years. We'll see. But with this, we yeah. will know. Yeah. And, you know, if we get to launch day and you can go in, I'll go. You know what? I will go up to Best Buy. Are you on? I'm not sure. I hear you. No, Do you hear me? It, no, yeah. it doesn't sound right, though. Yeah, for me, it's not sounding right. That's, uh, I think it might be this, uh, which is fine. I'm right, so, I mean, are you coming I'm, through our mics? On. Yes, I am reading through. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> fine. I like that. Check. He was testing his volume in that statement. Yeah. Yes. I am looking. Yes, uh, I but am are you testing. coming through our mics? Yes. No. You're fine. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Richard. What I'm, what I'm saying, I will, I'll make this promise. Uh, remind me of the date. I will go up to Best Buy the night of its release. Because Best Buy is was a great, you know, that's where I got my Switch. And I will see how many they have. And this is if it looks great. If we're talking, I walk in there. This is and weighted there's like two hundred in there. You know, for a major city, major well, you know, mid major city. Two hundred what? If there's like two hundred of these things in there, in Best Buy, I will the gladly, night after it releases. You know, there's or, never hey, two hundred of anything hey, in the if store. There's at yeah. least like fifty, which was how many switches there were the night of release. I'll give them at least a little bit of props for that point, you know, but the question is not that the question is then two weeks later, do they keep shipping them in? When we get to black Friday, do they ship them again? They're not going to continue to ship these things because they're a little niche product. So you're going to, you're going to get waves of them and they're going to go away. And then hopefully, like you said, we get them to come back Mm -hmm. and they're different iterations for the different years. I don't believe it. I think last year kind of proved with, I mean, people that I talked to that were not, I would consider gamers that were pissed off that they could not find the nest. I spoke to them too. Yeah. I mean like they were ticked off and they didn't, you know, unlike us, Did they you don't tell know them about how but, I just walked into a store and said, who wants a nest? Yeah. But, but when, <laughs> but, every, but I can tell you every time I spoke to that person, I went, huh, who knew that they would want that. And that's exactly the point. The media didn't call the media didn't call the, the, the demand of the NES classic. The analysts didn't call the demand of the NES Classic, but yet we demand that Nintendo 
know the, that you, this is going to sell better there's this than thing that any happens. emulator out there. The demand was everyone going, when is this going up for pre-order? Like, to me, that was the indicator. There was a large buzz for that. They all wanted this, a pre-order on it. You're right. And, and that, it never that, happened. It fell directly from the people that didn't get the NESs. But there's a thing that yeah. happens. When you realize something new Nintendo is coming out. You can't just flip a switch and go, buzz oh, happens. Now. And there's people that normally don't buy things. Hmm. Buy it because it's Nintendo. I don't know why. I mean, companies companies make schedules with and they partner That's with awesome. manufacturers. You didn't say that right. Companies make schedules? You didn't say that right again. Companies make schedules? That last word, you're saying it wrong. Schedules? Make schedules. <laughs> there we go. I'm trying to be. Companies make make schedules, and when they and when they meet the and when they meet the honored contract, uh-huh. and regardless of what Nintendo goes, oh crap, there's not enough NES classics. They go back to the manufacturer, and the manufacturer goes, "Sorry, you're not in line anymore. Mm-hmm. We got to manufacture the iPad." Yeah, you got to be more. Well, that's a little different than that, but okay. I just look, like I said. I'm really hopeful people do not get screwed on this again. You know what I you love? Know, I about think us? It, it feels like, you know, we're almost done, aren't we? No, this was this this was the title of this of this news piece. Uh huh. SNES Classic Rewind feature. <laughs> Turn into this. Yeah. I mean, but that's why I love us, yeah. man. I want to wait. I do want to see, but there's also they're smart. They're, they want to keep the demand high. I, that's fine. I just want people if they really want this. To be able to get it. And they don't have to be us. Like, you shouldn't have to be the person who gets up every single morning. What is like? Because I have to, I don't know, I'm trying to sound good on you. You're me. popping now. I know. It's so weird. Would you at least admit that the accusation that Nintendo tries to make artificial demand is... felonious? Yeah. I, I would good. say, I mean, I, I can't prove I, I mean, that. that's just not... I can't prove it. I would say, if anything, like... If someone said, what's more likely? I'd say, well, they're just not very good at managing their demand. <laughs> and they've never been very good at it. That's I'm it. Sorry. Man. That's it. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> That's funny. Should we, right. should we talk about the one b- b- below this and then come back? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're looking at the clock? What are you doing? Uh, should no, we, no, no. Should, um, the last one, the last one. I mean, I meant just going on to the Switch one check. since we were on Nintendo. And then going, are we pausing it or are we doing this live? What How about, what did you do? Why is this so weird now? Check. Tap Natch. I am going to pause this real quick because this is confusing. You will never know we did. All right. Hold. We never left. I don't know Sean, what you're talking never, about. If you never. thought we left, we did not leave. They're like, why is he so much louder now? <laughs> And it's probably not. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Future of Dishonored, according to Arcane Studio, the expansion Death of the Outsider will conclude the Caldwin era in the Dishonored franchise. What does that mean? A hypothetical third installment would feature an entirely new set of characters, according to creative director Harvey Smith. Quote, all I know is that for this set of characters in this situation, that started out with the Rack Plague and went through Corvo and Emily and Dodd and Billy and The Outsider. This is the finale of that piece. If there are more Dishonored games, they will be different characters in a different situation. This is like... Um, Wait, there was a Rat Plague? I guess that's why you're going to kill The uh, Outsider? <laughs> um, well, it's like... I mean, the, 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 the new content is Death of The Outsider. Oh, wonder what that means. And I was just... 
hoping that it was sort of a um, that was me. It was sort of a title that leads you to something that's not actually going to happen. Like it's yeah, a, it, it opens felt like a it, false thing. Yeah, but apparently they're owning it, and I'm just I'm I'm, I'm really excited about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm uh, I have mixed feelings because the outsider is such a pivotal character in the. Well, in it the might game. just be the death of this outsider. Kind of like the Perhaps. last Jedi. Maybe Corvo Maybe. becomes it. No. You know what I mean? Or Dodd. That would you make a lot of sense, actually. What, Sean? Like the last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. It's yeah. like, what does that really mean? It's like a double and tundra. Mark but, Hamill. Um, <laughs> it means Mark Hamill. It means Mark Hamill. Who's going to now uh, speak with Luke Skywalker like he does the Joker. <laughs> be so Man, if he did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, the Kyle, Joker did his little. <laughs> If he did his little quips, oh man, he probably will. Like on his uh, Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, he probably will. Behind the scenes stuff, like dressed as Luke Skywalker, but talking like the he Joker. did talk. He did yeah, do the yeah. uh, he did do his Trump tweets that way. I remember, yeah, that was funny. I would love to see a game called Birth of the Outsider. <laughs> <laughs> not not <laughs> only just you know how he how he came to get. Oh, his I powers. can tell you. Oh, what. <laughs> See, John, when two people love each other. Yeah, yeah. Telltale is bringing games to Switch. Telltale Games is bringing the first seasons of Batman Guardians of the Galaxy or and Guardians of the Galaxy to Nintendo Switch. According Batman. to Nintendo on Twitter, quote, get ready to defend the galaxy or become the Dark Knight when more Telltale game adventures arrive on Nintendo Switch. No release date has been confirmed at this time. So these are John's favorite games. So I know he's a stag by this. It's good content. Yep, I I think that's cool. I, think I don't actually, I don't mean it's good. I mean it's good content to have for the yeah. Switch. That's all I, I think mean. actually these games would. I don't know how well they'll run just because they don't run great on Xbox or PS4. But season actually, two of Batman is actually getting pretty yeah. good marks from Batman. right here. Batman. I would think. Yeah. Um, I would think this would actually be a good way to play these games. It's on the go. You know, I, I think they would. Work like I would gladly if I had to ride on a um, plane. <laughs> oh. If I was riding on a plane or a <laughs> bus or a train, this would be a kind of game I could put my headphones on and for two hours zone out while I play it. That'd be fun. Cool. Man. Finally, this week. What? Oh, what? Oh, we're gonna do this. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, you look. You put things on here. You can't have second thoughts. You know. I just came alive with excitement for this topic. There you go. Finally this week. Mm. Crackdown. Uh. Oh! Announced too, too early. (laughs) According to Microsoft Studio Publishing General Manager Shannon Loftus, the reveal of Crackdown 3 at this year's E3 was premature. Quote, we definitely underestimated the challenge of making sure the quality bar of all three of those modes was high and it delivers on what we need to deliver on. It was super hard. It was a super hard decision that was made all the more difficult in light of the fact that Crackdown 3 had already been announced several years prior. AKA, we put this out here and we didn't hear great things. So we <laughs> said we need to change that release date and we shouldn't have probably put it out. It's a piece of trash, man. I hope it ends up working out. I love Crackdown. So at least the first one. Hey, Chris, mm-hmm. I may have an extra bonus final piece. Do I say it again? No, no, it, it can Mom, tie so in. It can I tie want in. Sean to say, say, say this. Say, Sean never says something it. else that was announced too early. Say what? Um, Second. No, uh, we saw that Target put up 
on their was it their website mm-hmm. a uh, a Bethesda game that was linked to being Game of Thrones. That's right, and that's got some people a buzzing. <laughs> this could be a different. Um, what was the most recent like thing that went up way too early? Do y'all remember? There was the 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 biggest thing I remember was um, Record Definitive Edition got announced on Xbox's Twitter. Yeah, and it was by like, them like five days, and then they pulled it. And they're like, "Come back this Sunday." Yeah, that comes out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, that's more money you got to spend. Remember but when yeah. you traded that game in? Think and about this, Chris. On. Do you, I wanted to hear your take, really brief on it, because I know we're wrapping up. But Bethesda can make a game about a dragon. It's pretty good. It's been rumored that they have been working on two new franchises. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people thought they were going to announce a space uh, type game. But can you imagine an open world type Game of Thrones settings? It's called Skyrim. Right. But new? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, I hope they, I, look, I'll gladly take anything with dragons right? in it, right? And if they do it right, that world is, is great for a video game series. If anyone, man, what if Bethesda just went and paid George R. R. Martin to make that? Oh, for a whole new thing? Just, I want the, I'd take all of Game of Thrones, just put that into a game. That's what I'm saying. Just the whole thing. That's what the thing was for. I would... Wow. The placeholder, would, it said Game of Thrones and Bethesda. Huh. That was the whole deal. That would definitely be cool. <laughs> right? I hope that ends up coming true. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. When would they announce something like that? Huh? Well, I mean, as we've said, Bethesda pretty much operates in a way where if they're going to announce something, it's going to be within 12 months. What are you doing? Don't put that in my mouth. What? <laughs> We gonna wrap this up? Never. All right. Well, let's wrap. <laughs> I say it up. that every week. Email weekly email from the future. Emails. You gotta do your arm to that. No. Yeah. When you talk weekly, <laughs> email. Electronic. Ladies we only had one email this week, sorry. and it's actually just, pretty short. Just say we. But if you want to be like JD Mock, I'll just call him that because he didn't actually put his name in here. JD Mock, we'll go with that. You can write your emails into Weekly Games Chat at gmail.com. Just like JD Mock did, where he wrote, just wanted to make sure that Chris got some closure, smiley face, and he sent me a link. And we did not put this in here. Did you, did you click the link first? Did, oh, my God, I did. I did. I did. It goes to a Reddit page. Uh, That's where all lead, of the porn is, dude. This That's I did read malware. this. Uh, the lead writer, basically, for Half-Life 3, or Episode 3 of Half-Life 2, finally just came out and released his synopsis of what was originally scheduled. Is for, it awesome? Uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely cool. I haven't read all of it. I saw it this week and I browsed a little bit, but I'm very glad and I'm, I, I don't blame them playing out there because let's just be honest, they're never going to make another Half-Life game probably. It's very, you can't say never and then uh, probably. Let me say, let me put it this way. <laughs> Valve is never probably probably going to make another Half-Life game. <laughs> Valve will probably not ever do it. <laughs> I said, it. I didn't say like always going to be there never sometimes. probably. I said, well, probably will, never. I am never probably going to kiss you. Valve will never or probably never make another, <laughs> will probably never make another Half-Life game. They may let someone else make one. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. I think we should make it. We should. Uh, I need to disclose something to you guys. You've never played Half-Life? I've never made a video game. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I appreciate you sending that. Uh, I hope it it was good enough for the other fans of Half-Life. And may that series rest in peace. (laughs) And friends of friends forever. BK also sent us a message. Wait, is this this, uh, is that Peter Cetera? No, dude. It's uh, Michael W. Smith. I should probably do that, right? What? BK might have sent us a message for uh, on on our Facebook page, which you can reach at Weekly Games Chat That's at nice, Facebook. Chris. That's nice. He, ch- I, I, I can tell you, he chastised me last night for neither none of us playing Pokemon Go, which has one of the biggest communities in gaming. Well, we don't play World of Tanks either, and so does that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, BK. That's really funny. Uh, oh. He wrote in and he says. Uh, not sure how much of a Valve fan you guys are. A lot of Valve stuff here, right? Uh, but I would like to know, what are your guys' thoughts on the fallout from the artifact announcement earlier this month, uh, which called Valve, announced they were having a card game uh, that ties in the Dota called Artifact. It's coming out. They announced it at TI7. Still a big fan of the show. Game on, guys. And um, I, I'll just... At the time, I didn't realize this was for the show. I just thought he was messaging us, so I messaged him back, and I just said, uh, I think it's a smart move by Valve. You've got a bunch of folks who play Dota that also play Hearthstone, which is, you know, this is what this is going towards. Uh, why not just consolidate the two groups and make money off of both? Right? I mean... Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it is interesting, though, that they're starting to dilute the market with card games. It definitely You're is. You're getting Gwent... Yeah. Skyrim has now a um, a card game or Elder Scrolls, yeah, is it, yeah, yeah, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls, and all stemming from. And I think um, so. Once again, Blizzard has started a trend, and now everyone is just hopping on. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's it's, but goes. at some point, I mean, one could say that Pokemon actually started it because they had. I, I could I could swear they had mobile apps for card games and things like that. I don't know. Uh, as far as I, I never played magic. Pokemon Go, so yeah. why would I start now? <laughs> I just now you just now answered that question. <laughs> yeah, um, I think like yeah, it's going to dilute, but it's going to basically be maintained in these bases. Like I think if you play WoW, you're going to probably casually play Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. You know, it just makes sense. You know that universe at the same time. If, if you're a Dota fan and that's and you don't care about the world of of Warcraft makes sense that you would be all about artifact because you know those characters you know all those heroes but at the same time hearthstone is um mm. you can just replace all those characters with other random things and you don't have to have any context of world of warcraft to play hearthstone sure and i'm sure it'll be the same with the art it's better if you do though Shut yeah up. i mean like artifact will probably be the same way it's just more of like with valve when you got steam it's like how can we make more money off of you Mm-hmm. And this will make money. Yeah. I have no doubt in my mind this will make money. Will I play it? Probably not, but we'll see. Uh, we, uh, me, my wife, and your wife, Aiden, pulled up Dropped to a parking spot Ooh. to do a. I was slow to do a Pokemon raid. Ooh, not me. I was Sounds so I was, legit. I was the chauffeur. They tried <laughs> two times to defeat the whatever they were doing the Pokemon and they failed to do it. And they both looked at me at the same time and said, this is your fault. Cause if you had helped them, it is your fault. If you had played Pokemon go, this wouldn't be an issue. Exactly. But, um, 
BK uh, politely agreed with him. Um, but in <laughs> but in Columbus, from what I see, I mean, there's no real communities in Columbus for Pokemon Go anymore. It's all died away. In Atlanta, though, you go to Atlanta and you will go to parks and literally see hundreds of people. It makes sense. I mean, and you can just join these parties. When you think of like Atlanta, where it's like what probably like three million people or whatever it is that live in Atlanta. It's anecdotal. Uh, totally I have anecdotal. no idea what the population like, but the greater the greater Atlanta area, <laughs> especially uh, versus here, where it's probably like at best three hundred to. I got to take Aiden up to see, uh, to, to meet up with BK. You so, can take him to the uh, college football hall of fame. It's there in Atlanta. There, yeah. Yep. We can never, learn all about Bear Bryant. Would never want to do that. You should. No. If you go to the haircut place down the street, you can get a free ticket there. Shout out to BK Jackson. His show, the player way podcast is doing better and better and better. It's, it's like, it's getting legit. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been legit, but it's just... I mean, it was it was awesome. suspect to begin with. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> I pirated it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget, if you guys want to reach out to us on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat, you can answer and, and reply to the show with questions like, Hey, guys, what are you guys you know currently playing? A couple of days ago, Carl said, Hey, I just saw this, guys. I'm playing Dead Space 1 again. It's just Ooh. an amazing game that has aged really well. Oh, yeah, and Dragon Age Inquisition. And they put in parentheses, so much stuff. There really so, yeah. is. You can, um, I'm going to say that we're one of the, the coolest shows out there because you can reach us in very many ways. That's true. <laughs> On the social medias. And we appreciate the love. So, amen. That's it. I hope you guys had a great week. Talk to you later. <laughs> is that what you got to say? <laughs> uh, wrap it up. Wrap funny. it up. Wrap it up. Come on, wrap it up. Never, this never. has been. Episode 118 of Weekly Games Chat. If you like the show. Wait, it's only been 18 since that 100th? Yeah, 18 weeks, Sean. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Um, You're touching me again. Stop. If you like the show, you can subscribe (laughs) to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you like to use. If they've got a rating system or reviews and you like the show, drop us a rating. Write some words. Tell people why you like us. It helps people find the show and then... They can write in, and John will be like, I don't care about this question. Chris, he's not going to say that. He, he totally, says it with his eyes. He totally proved this theory to be true. Uh-huh. Uh We were on iTunes, and we were we were discussing some things, and he goes, matter of fact, just type in Sonic Mania, for example. <laughs> and your boys were like like top four. Yeah. They were, iTunes. really? Yeah. yeah. As far as things that pulled it up really, Sonic Mania. It really matters. <laughs> it really does. So we appreciate you guys very, very much. Yes. If you have a mother or a father... And they have an iTunes account. Tell them to go subscribe and, and write a review. <laughs> or just say, Dad, can I see your phone for a second? Yeah, yeah. Are just, we trying to whore ourselves out there? Uh, yes. I'm just lifting up my skirt. Indeed. You have a skirt on? It's a kilt. It's a kilt. I don't know if I have draws. <laughs> Anyways. I'm not wearing pants. That's what I kind of said, but I said draws. <laughs> We're not going to announce the winner this week, I think. Why did you bring that up? Now they know we remembered. We remembered, but uh, I haven't gotten it all together. We'll get either next week or the week after. We'll, we'll let Part you know. Part of the now. stall is because we know that Madden just came out. And exactly. Can we please just wrap it up? And FIFA is not <laughs> no, out John. yet. So Yeah, we let's will get keep, to let's Madden, keep talking. Madden, folks. Let's, uh, let's irritate John. Speaking of Madden and football, oh, uh, hey, this Saturday, roll uh-huh. tide, John. Roll tide, Chris. We're going to get... Yeah, college football kicks off, people. Hope your teams win unless they're playing Speaking Alabama. of college football, today was just football weather, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a really nice day. Really? Very nice in Columbus. Ready Georgia. to go, and we're going to bring up the weather? <laughs> 
die. You know who doesn't want to bring up weather right now? Shut Ooh. up. No. Uh, no, he was just going to say Texas. And no. We, yeah. we hope no. that they get better. No. Yeah. You don't hope Sad they get times. better? What? I said I hope they get better. I stopped listening when I said no. Nope. You probably shouldn't so, when I say things like, we hope they get better. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Best of uh, So if any Texas people anyways. listen to us, man. Yeah, yeah. Stay I really strong hope, out there. I really good. hope you find safety and uh, best wishes. Yeah. Hopefully it, it, you know, everything works out for you. Anyways, until next time, I'm going to say game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. I'm going to say game on, Chris and John. Game on, Jonathan. But are you? I'm going to say your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. Oh, yeah. <laughs>